0: money fm 89.3 best of the breakfast huddle mind your business with the breakfast huddle only on money fm 89.3 Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle with Elliot Banker and Ryan Huang. Back in March, the Infocom Media Development Authority, or IMDA, approved local telco startups' proposal to buy a majority 50.1% stake in rival internet service provider MyRepublic's fiber broadband business for residential and enterprise customers in Singapore. Now, the telecommunications regulator said that the proposed consolidation will not substantially lessen competition in any telecommunications medication market in singapore and will not harm public interest so today we're going to speak to the architect behind this deal now he's going to be sharing a behind the scenes story of how the deal was engineered which is more than two years in the making by the way and how this deal strengthens my republic's financial position and places it on the path of strategic growth towards ipo we'll find out right now uh from rakesh malani who is the cfo of my republic rakesh good morning how are you
1: Good morning. Very well.
0: How are you? Very good, sir. Let's talk about this deal. Uh, this this recent deal that MyRepublic struck with StarHub. Um, sure. Tell us a little bit more about it and and the significance of it.
1: Like like you rightly observed, you know this deal was uh, two years in the making. You know this is uh, StarHub investing in one of the five businesses that MyRepublic has. So you know this is the investment in Singapore broadband unit. And you know startup has taken 50.1% stake in it and it's a word of confidence for uh, the work that you know we've been doing you know we are a, a digital uh, uh, first asset light uh, telco uh, you know with our uh, with a proprietary platform and uh, it's a validation of sorts and it's uh, it, it obviously gets uh, my Republic uh, into into the big league uh, with a with a cornerstone uh, investor in mm. form of a uh, startup. So yeah, pretty excited about you know what it unlocks for us and uh, and the future uh, yeah. that that's about to unfold.
0: Yeah, My Republic of course launched I, I believe back in 2011 or so, and, and right. I've I've quite a number of friends who use it and and I've heard nothing but good <laughs> things about it. Um, Thank you. I, I understand you you're the architect behind behind this deal. Um, mm. What what was that? What's the behind the scenes story here? How did you how did you engineer all of this? <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a lot of detail. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, I guess uh, the starting point is that you know Malcolm Rodriguez, you know, who's our founder and CEO. He came from StarHub, so you know there was uh, you know he was he was an exec at StarHub before he left uh, ten years ago to you know start uh, MyRepublic there was familiarity there was uh, you know we were doing a lot of things that you know Malcolm always believed uh, a good telco a well-run telco should be doing Um, I think there are just uh, unbelievable amount of synergy that you know can be unlocked as part of uh, the transaction Uh, the two companies uh, working alongside and you know just generating a lot of uh, you know uh, possibilities uh, which eventually uh, benefit the end customer so uh, these things take time. You know, this was a very significant transaction. As you rightly pointed out, you know, IMDA, you know, which is the regulator, you know, took six months of uh, a public consult uh, to make sure that, you know, this was not anti competitive and that, you know, the in the end, the consumer was actually going to come out ahead as a result of this transaction. Uh, you know, to your question specifically about, like, you know, two years and what was behind the scene, you know, it was obviously working. Uh, with uh, my counterpart, Mm. uh, you know, on the startup side and, you know, just just unpacking all the possibilities. And, you know, the more we talked about it, the more we discussed, the more excited both parties became and it became just obvious that, you know, this was a transaction that had to be done. It was just so compelling. So, yeah, you know, pretty excited to, you know, get it behind us and, you know, uh, now focus on the future.
0: Yeah, I mean, it doesn't (laughs) help that uh, you've got quite a bit of experience with uh, M&As and fundraising. I suppose if if we were to talk about challenges, um, Mm. was uh, doing this during the COVID pandemic, during various (laughs) lockdowns here and there, did that
1: pose (laughs) a bit of a challenge? So I'll tell you, you know, we just had our uh, celebration uh, dinner like two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and it feels so weird, right? Like, hey, wait, we're all out here in, in the hundreds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's just also tells you, you know, how resilient, uh, you know, the human population is. Like, yeah. you know, a transaction like this, of this size, of this magnitude, of this complexity, uh, you know, a few years ago, pre COVID world, who would have imagined that, you know, we can pull it off doing it 100% of mm. it virtually, 100% of it. You know, you are negotiating, you know, you have lawyers, you know, you have accountants. And, uh, and of course, the teams on both the sides and there's emotions. But, you know, we, we navigated all of that. And, you know, we raised a toast to that two weeks ago when we all got together in a room. We were like, you know, this was first of its kind for all of us. And we did it pretty nicely. And everyone everyone's pretty psyched about, you know, what they've unlocked here. So...
0: Yeah. yeah, whole new meaning to uh, where there's a will, there's a way, right? But I understand with with Sahab. Okay, if we were to talk synergies, there there are some areas that you guys are still uh, com- competitors. Could you explain that a little bit? Yeah, you know, I mean,
1: of course, there is competition. Okay, and uh, you know what I can say is that uh, eliminating competition was not the thesis you know, for this investment. As a matter of fact, you know, we like competition. Mm-hmm. We think competition helps everyone sharpen up. And in the end, you know, that benefits the end customer, right? So so for us, you know, it was the synergies, the possibilities that, that unlock, you know, with the transaction. Uh, and without getting into the specifics, I will share with you that, you know, today there are eight different synergy streams that okay. the teams are working on as we speak. And, you know, we have uh, the highest level of sponsorship in both the organizations, you know, for each of these uh, streams. And, you know, we think over the next uh, 12 to 18 to 24 months, you know, all of them will fully play out. And, you know, that's when we will be able to talk more freely about all these things that we've done and, you know, how how it's created a lot of value for both the organizations. So, but you're right, like, you know, together, uh, uh, you know, with our combined market shares, um you know we serve uh in excess of 40% of uh, singapore broadband population and uh yeah you know i mean there's uh sometimes you know we compete for uh the same customer and you know that's okay for both the organizations mm-hmm. but uh but you know i think it, it's 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 also very healthy and there's, uh, the the pie is much bigger than you know whatever
0: each of us have so, so 1 plus 1 is equal to 7 for us yeah. <laughs> that's nice uh, Rakesh let's talk about one of the top causes of sleepless nights for CFOs uh, going IPO <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> um, it, you, you usually start the ball rolling I mean it takes uh, from what I understand about 18 months 2 years that type of thing so that's where right. you guys are at right now with this deal with Starhub, how does it strengthen your position to go on this IPO journey
1: you know, the company has uh, huge ambitions, I mean, you know, MyRepublic, and, you know, today we have uh, 270,000 customers that we are servicing directly and another 700,000 that we service through our platform, and that's very satisfying, but, you know, we aspire for a lot more customers, and we want to bring, uh, you know, uh, the, the MyRepublic joy to, uh, to many, many more customers around the globe. I'd say that you know the timeline that you that you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, you know, 18 to 24 months. You know, that's that's about right. We are in a place where uh, you know we've been growing healthily, and you know we've been nicely profitable for uh, uh, two full years now. The debt load of the company has come down quite significantly. In fact, it's down by more than two thirds at this point. So, uh, so, so, so the balance sheet is looking good you know, we have a cornerstone and in, uh, investor in uh form of star hub. And, you know, we have the capital that we need to go, uh, and execute on our vision. So, you know, all the ingredients are there okay. at this point in time. And, you know, uh, the platform is, is firing. It's, 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 it's doing really well. You know, we've deployed it in, uh, you know, in Brunei at BST and, you know, it's had fantastic results and, you know, that's just emboldened us that much more. So, um, do I feel like, you know, we're on the right track. Absolutely. I've had the opportunity to do an IPO before. Okay. Uh, you know, that was for our Chicago startup and, and we listed it on NASDAQ. And, uh, and that was a 10-year journey for me end to end. And I feel, uh, you know, when I look at my republic where it is, you know, yeah, there's more work to be done. But I think we're on the right track.
0: Okay. So to be fair, we, we, are, we are only discussing it. It's, it's not like you confirm going on, on to, to make this IPO happen. Just as a point of clarification. So.
1: Yeah, I think we're doing all the things right now okay, okay, to okay. to get to that place. And again, like you know, we've we've all seen some of the IPOs that have happened over the last six to eight months. You mm-hmm. know, where mm-hmm. people have listed, uh, you know, some using spac vehicles and lost eighty percent of their value in the next six months. Uh, that's not the kind of IPO that you know I want. To, I want to bring a solid company mm. to the market, yeah. and uh, I want to actually create shareholder value and uh, not be
0: destructive. Very nice. Very nice. I want to talk a little bit about the future of uh, the telco industry here in Singapore. I mean, mm-hmm. some analysts have come out to say that we're likely to see more consolidation in the telco sector. Uh, what, are you, what is your perspective on this? What are you observing with regard to this?
1: Yeah, you know, I think so as industries uh, mature, um, I think consolidation is imminent. It has happened again and again uh, across industries, and it's now beginning to happen in telcos as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess, you know, sometime last year, we heard about StartHub and M1 sharing the 5G infrastructure. You know, yeah. I think that's, yeah. that's, that's very smart, that's very clever, and they're solving a massive 5G CapEx problem, uh, you know, uh, by thinking outside the box. So I think, you know, companies uh, with tech and financial edge and companies with uh, innovation DNA well drive consolidation in whatever uh, way that makes sense to them so so yeah,
0: yeah consolidation
1: is definitely coming you know we hope to be at the center of it also driving sure. driving some of that
0: yeah, I mean I guess consolidation and and that sense of collaboration as well that's that's exactly. constantly being talked about in order to advance in technology, but does that exactly does that hinder competition I think you know if, if Quite the contrary, actually. I feel it
1: creates space for uh, new companies and new ideas to, you know, uh, get into the market. And uh, I I feel like, you know, good ideas actually get funded through the process. I mean, like, you know, startup writing a check of, uh, you know, $145 million in equity, another uh, $92 million in, uh, you know, uh, deferred consideration, and you know, seventy five bucks in 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 debt to my republic. I mean there's two thirty seven million when you add it all up. Like, you know, it's uh it's because you know my republic was doing something interesting, something different. And I I bet, you know, there's a bunch of learning on both sides. Like, you know, we are we we're gonna benefit tremendously, but you know, hopefully Shahab will also benefit, you know, by just uh, taking a leaf out of our book and, you know, applying it at a much larger scale. So so, yeah, I mean, you know, one can, one can look at it that way, that you're know, in short term, like, you know, yeah, instead of uh, uh, X number of companies in the market, now you're left with X minus one or X minus two. But, you know, in longer term, you know, it just spawns more
0: innovation in my view. All right. Uh, just as a final question, uh, Rakesh, uh, just very quickly, um, My Republic's overseas operations, how, how much does that factor in terms of a growth strategy?
1: You know, we serve uh, uh, directly our customers yeah. uh, in Singapore and Australia and New Zealand. And, you know, we have a platform business. So, you know, we have 260,000, 270,000 uh, direct customers. And we have uh, another 700,000 customers that we service through our, our platform. And, you know, we've had a healthy CAGR of 25% over the last Uh, uh, you know, four years on the top line. And uh, we expect, you know, uh, these numbers to grow, continue to grow organically and uh, in the next uh, uh, 20, 24 months uh, (laughs) leading up to IPO. Um, And we will do, you know, we will do M&As locally and internationally. So, uh, so we are pretty excited about, uh, you know, what we have and, you know, the platform business, which I uh, alluded to, you know, that's, yeah, specifically it's, it's it's very unique and it's, uh, it's it's proprietary and you know it's it's very exciting and i think it'll unlock a lot of value for us in in coming days so yeah pretty excited about it i think you know and markets uh, I, th- I think that that business definitely crosses boundaries more fluidly yes. than other uh, uh, third part of the business so yeah, yeah, yeah i hope that gives you a flavor
0: That is very true. That is very true. Uh, And and thank you so much for sharing that with us. We wish you the best of luck, Rakesh Malani, who is the CFO of my republic. I appreciate your time. Take care and have a great week ahead. Thank you. You too. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.